What's going on, everybody? Since the Sandbox is back in full force, got the whole crew today. All-Star Weekend just ended, and man, it was a good one. Can't wait to cover that with you guys. Yeah, poor poor Aaron Gordon got screwed over in the dunk contest, but I definitely would say that the All-Star festivities were uh, more exciting this year than they have been in, in previous years. Me and Kev actually watched them together up in uh, North Conway. Uh, couldn't believe, that, like I said, that dunk contest, but good for... Uh, all the contestants in the three-point contest too, because that was sure, that was uh, exciting to see. Kev's back! I can't believe it. It's <laughs> I, I haven't seen this guy in so long. He's like a ghost. He's already ruining things in Steve's house. <laughs> yeah, Kev, welcome back. Tell everyone about your sabbatical. Yeah, the sabbatical was good. Everything's good. You know, doctors got me, uh, you know, alive and kicking. So uh, good to be back and uh, looking forward to having fun with the boys. And that concludes the basketball season too, right, Kev? Um, yeah, so uh, for those of you that don't know, I coach at East Boston High School, and we finished 8-10, and 10. you know, not, not the best, but definitely turning the program around and, and a lot of good and big things to come, so look out for us next year, and hopefully we can keep building off this, uh, off this good season. Yeah, congrats to Kevin M. That's almost 500, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but the All-Star game, uh, they did it differently this year. They scored it by quarters, and then the fourth quarter was just first to score 24 points which added up to 157 I believe uh and they did charity like donations per quarter whoever won and I thought it was great I thought that was the best and most competitive all-star game I've seen in my lifetime yeah no I definitely thought it was it was more competitive too and I definitely saw like guy uh, star guys around the league like Kawhi you know stepping up getting the Kobe MVP award I thought that was cool I really thought a lot of these players did want to get that, kind of be the first person to get that accolade. And just like like everyone said, they wanted to do it for Kobe. Um, but no, I definitely thought breaking it down by quarters was, was more competitive for sure. And I think they'll still continue to look for different ways to kind of do scores differently for dunk so that there's not a lot of controversy like we saw. Um, the skills competition, I know that they'll always try and bring in new ways to kind of have big guys and, and little guys compete against each other. Um, not saying that there's a lot of little guys in the league, but just basically point guards yeah. to, to big men, you know. Um, but, no, I, I definitely thought it was cool, and I, I would like to see the, the NFL Pro Bowl kind of do a, a, a similar change. I mean, I, I don't know how they would really make it work with, with, uh, with football, but, no, I, I definitely think it, it's in the right direction, you know. Yeah, no, I definitely, I love the new format. I was kind of wary about it at first because it's kind of like, you know, breaking it down in the quarters and stuff. You know, just being a basketball player was kind of weird to me. But it definitely, I mean, it showed that it was more competitive. And I think it's good because it keeps the players in the game. I mean, the All-Star game, especially for the NBA, is notorious for being pretty much a free-for-all until like the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. So I think this way offering, you know, the donation money at the end of each quarter or the, to the winner of each quarter kind of keeps the players involved and keeps them playing for something. So, it, it, you know, it cleans the game up a little bit and keeps it a little bit more competitive, like we said. Yeah, it was definitely cool. And I, I actually can't wait for next year's uh, All-Star Weekend. But the Heat took home two trophies, the Skills Trophy and the Dunk Trophy, uh, which obviously Steve said was really controversial. I, we all thought Aaron Gordon got robbed. But do you guys think that winning those two events, uh, especially as two young players on the Heat, do you think that'll give them a boost going into the second half? I think the Heat were kind of hot as it as it was. Yeah. You know what I mean, Lou. Um, so so I think I think kind of having the 
I don't want to say dominance because there were a lot of individual performances, but just kind of having the show out that, that they did will, will definitely bring the energy that they were trying to bring in the first half of the season. Uh, Bam Adebayo was exciting, even though he fell short, but Derek Jones definitely looked good. You know what I mean? Um, so, so yeah, I think, I think Jim, Jimmy Butler will feed off of this. A lot of the young guys will feed off of it. And I think a lot of people in the league will feed off of it, whether they kind of want or not, because just to kind of have a big break, I mean, we're, we're without basketball until Thursday. So this is a decent amount of time. Um, I, I think it'll, it'll get a lot of guys that were banged up rested and, uh, Taco can can definitely rest his neck after that <laughs> show. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good for them. Like like Steve said, it's it's two young guys winning these competitions. As far as you know, whether it'll help them make a surge or not, I don't necessarily know. I mean, it, it definitely, like Steve said, it will get the energy up around Miami and kind of you know give them that reputation. Like, oh, you know, we get the skills competition winner, we get the dunk contest winner, but. Either way, I mean, the Heat are already hot, and they're already one of the top teams in the East, so I think they're just going to continue that way. But what we don't talk about is even though they won two, they actually had a player in all three events, which is pretty cool. I think they were the only team to have a player in all three events because they had what's-his-face in the, in the three-point contest. Uh, I forget his name, the Duncan white dude. Robinson. Yeah, Duncan Robinson. So that was pretty cool. I think they were the only team Kev, off the top of my head. Yeah, he was he, he was hot the first, the first round, but they were the only team, I think, to have like a player in each event so that was pretty cool too I think they might have been uh and another team that kind of not got uh better over the all-star break but they asked the Sixers uh, Ben Simmons and Embiid a lot about the chemistry issues and how they can learn to play together uh do you think the media focusing a lot on that really is gonna like affect them in a negative way because I think it will I mean it was the all-star break and they weren't talking about anything that had to do with Philly besides how bad they are on the road and how bad they play together I definitely feel like they when they're talking about things like that, I feel like they're more focused towards like Embiid. Um, I not that people really judge Simmons' character that much, but it, it just it all goes in with the whole Philly narrative. You know what I mean? So th- there's definitely times when Philly's playing well that that we talk about Philly a, as one of the most competitive teams in the league. But that's usually just when they're playing at home, you know. Um, but but whenever they go on the road and Embiid just trots his way to the ends of the bench with, with his head down and barely even high-fived anyone and then doesn't really get on the bench and have a lot of activity with his teammates. It, it, it's definitely obvious to, to kind of want to go in that direction as the media. Um, so I think both of these players kind of do have some maturity in, in the slightest extent going forward, but I, I don't think it's anything major to, to kind of worry about them, you know? I mean, I think, you know, it, this has been a problem all year, and I think, you know, We've definitely seen it, you know, because they've dropped in the rankings and stuff like that. But, I mean, I think it'll definitely, you know, raise some questions around the Sixers organization. Like Lou said, have it be in the all-star break. And that's really the only thing they're talking about surrounding Philly. So, I mean, it's definitely probably lingering in the back of the Sixers organization minds. But, I mean, like I said, we've been saying this from week two or three that the chemistry just isn't there. And, you know, the the, the middle's all clogged up. And there's a bunch, there's a, there's a ton of stuff going on in Philly that, you know, they haven't showed to really take any strides of fixing it yet. So, I mean, I think until both the front office and the players, like, address the problem, then nothing's going to change until, you know, something happens. But No, fair enough. But but with with all these teams kind of coming off all-star break, just kind of how we previously said, Lou, do you think that there's certain teams that, that will get off to, to a harder second-half start? Like, I know we just mentioned about the Heat kind of having a good all-star weekend, maybe that uh, enticing them to, to kind of stay hot. But do you have one specific team? Yeah, I got one from each side. I have uh, the Pelicans because they're making a surge. I mean, with Zion, it's just 
really different dynamic. I mean, they're in every game they play now. Since he's he's been a part of the team, he they haven't lost like a bad game yet. And then the paces, I think now that Oladipo's kind of acclimated and they get that kind of chemistry back, I know they fell off a little bit, but I think that the break will give them time to mesh, let him kind of get his feet back underneath him, rest that knee up, and I think they could be a real problem, uh, especially at home. Definitely feel you, and, and those two teams will we'll see make, make a push for the playoffs uh, going forward. I do think Philly is a team that will benefit from the break because regardless of kind of how they carry themselves in the start of the second half of the season. I mean, Embiid always can use like a decent amount of rest, having those big guys that that really take up a, a lot of minutes when when other guys get banged up. I think it is definitely going to be beneficial. But even as far as the Celtics go, Lou, before you said um, before the All Star break, with getting Robert Williams more healthy and, and Tyson Cantor were, were limping away um, at, before the All Star break actually happened. So I think it'll be very beneficial for the Celtics. We saw teams like the Rockets ju- just make two big uh, splashes signing who was a Demonte Carroll and, and Jeff Green. Uh, so, so there's definitely teams that are getting ready to, to revamp in, in the second half of the season. Um, just hope uh, us teams in the East can keep up with the teams in the West. Yeah, I mean, like Lou said, the Pelicans were my big team, um, you know, talking about who's going to take that next step coming out of the All-Star break. Because like you said, Lou, I mean, they got Zion back full healthy now, you know what I mean? And he's been doing his thing the last few games. So I think that's this is this is the team we were expecting going into the season, and now it's kind of full throttle. And I think they will make a playoff push. You know, I don't necessarily know if they'll get in, but I mean, they're only the 11th seed right now, and it's really only like a 2-3 game difference for for the nine seed, so I could definitely see them making a playoff push. And another team who's just outside of the playoffs at the nine seed is the Trailblazers. I mean, we know the Trailblazers, whether or not they get off to a good start or not, they're always there at the end of the season. They always get hot at the end of the season. So I could definitely see them. You know, I don't see them finishing any higher than like a like a six or seven, but I could definitely see them making a push and and, and getting digging themselves out of the grave. Yeah, I think that's a good one, just because Nurkic is going to come back yeah, too soon. Yeah, yeah, just about. So that's a big piece for them to come back, uh, even though they have struggled. And I think he will add a, a small ball lineup because I do think when he comes back, they will try to throw him at the five more often than not and kind of take Whiteside out of that that on lineup. Yeah, but that wraps things up, guys. Just here to catch up for everything as far as basketball goes. Once Thursday comes around, we'll get you guys some more previews and get right back into the NBA action. We're going to talk some more football after this episode, so make sure to stay tuned since the Sandbox, baby. Peace.